You're listening to Two Oceans by Radio. This is Nadia Hearn with On the Flip Side. Today we're kicking off with a new feature for our segment for COVID-19. And we're going to have a weekly look with Jakub Pinar, the Chief Knowledge Officer at Pay Africa, to see what's happening in the media and how much of the COVID-19 news and stories are actually coming about at what percentages and how much media space is that taking up, but what's also the lead stories that's happening for that week. Welcome, Yaku. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, thanks again for having me. It seems, it seems almost strange during lockdown that that's, we haven't spoken more often. Um, it's always lovely chatting to you. Thanks, Yaku. So, as mentioned, uh, excited for us to to get um, chatting about what's happening in the media in regard to the COVID-19 um, media exposure and some of the media trends that you guys have been seeing at Pay Africa. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so it's it's actually been been very interesting in terms of the media scope. Uh, as as expected, I, I'd say at, at least ninety percent of all all media we're currently consuming uh, really does have to do with, with COVID-19. Uh, but what has been really interesting for us at Pair Africa is really the dynamics of, of the media narratives, whether it's from, from the human impact side, whether it's from an economic side, a political government side, uh, or, or the like. It, it, it really has shown kind of this, this, this amazing contextual split uh, amongst all different walks of life and, and industry segments. Now, now, one of the key things that we, of course, do have to talk about is now the media coverage directly related to lockdown, lockdown regulations and, and the like. And, and unf unfortunately, in terms of the media landscape, as the lockdown started, there was a lot of uncertainty in terms of regulations, in terms of what, what we are allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. And, and this was definitely reported on significantly in the media side. You know, uh, uh, one of the nice examples is, of course, uh, Western Cape government, uh, you know, announcing that, that uh, selling cigarettes is, is going to be okay. Um, and then, of course, taken to task by, by national government. Um, so there has been a bit of uncertainty regarding certain regulations. Um, also, in terms of a lot of what the president has said in terms of what is happening, the, the, the processes behind it uh, was not necessarily always very transparent and media also reported on, on, on that quite a bit. And, and this links specifically to uh, if you're a small business and you need to get relief, what is the actual step-by-step -step process to do, to do so? So we know there is a process, but what is the process? And, and, and a lot of what the media has done uh, and and has been fantastic with is really probing processes, probing uh, questions surrounding what are we supposed to do, and it's been, been really a beacon for for the country of of really assisting the general public on what is what is going on, and and for for the most part, just in terms of uh, looking at at our media monitoring uh, source list. There have been very minimal disruptions in actual media production. So whether it's your your daily newspapers, which you expect to go on, or whether it's your more consumer-related media, everything has, by and large, been business as usual, which is great to keep everyone informed. Now, now of course, moving moving beyond kind of the process-driven, 
a lot of the articles, of course, have to do with the, with the very real human impact side of things. So, so of course, things like infection rates, uh, which province has the most infections, and, and of course, Gauteng leading there by, by quite a significant margin, looking at the, the amount of uh, fatalities, uh, looking at, at really the human impact. And, and this, of course, going very much to, to the individual um, from, from a, a work perspective, from a feeding a family kind of perspective, to a lot of human interest stories, of course, coming out as well. And and seeing a lot of uh, seeing a lot of disconnect between between different areas in terms of policing and patrolling was highlighted very significantly. And also looking at which which kind of areas have have really followed lockdown to to the in the strictest sense, as opposed to a lot of areas that have have for whatever reason been struggling to follow lockdown. And then, of course, there was was quite a few articles that was picked up on on uh, so-called police. Let's call it police brutality, um, where where there were people that were were really taken to task by by police, and that of course also picked up uh, in the media uh, media kind of perspective. Then then moving moving on in terms of in terms of more the business impact side of things. This has proven a, a great opportunity for a lot of organizations to really narrow uh, a, a, a narrative thread uh, to promote their brand and, and uh, really positioning themselves as, as a, a, very, a very strong corporate citizen. Uh, a top of mind example would be, uh, would be uh, someone like the University of Johannesburg or the University of Pretoria that are both of them 3D printing masks. Um, you also have uh, South African breweries, of course, that that uh, are also now distilling uh, distilling for hand sanitizers. Uh, so a lot of the companies and big corporates and universities really have come to the party in terms of helping society get through this, which is which is a fantastic, which showed some fantastic initiatives and the communication surrounding it has been has been very strong. And of course, we also look at uh, a lot of economists, a lot of academics, a lot of industry people really uh, helping put insights and thought leadership in the media landscape, really to keep people informed and have a lot of uh, debate happening around various issues and the like. And, and again, a, a very top of mind issue and impact is, of course, is the lockdown going to be extended, which the last couple of days has really peaked in the media, the media side of things, that kind of uncertainty of is the lockdown going to be uh, long enough? Will it be extended as is the case globally? Uh, as we have seen in many countries, you know, it, it, it starts off with a short term, but then ends up for a few months. So of course, two contrasting views uh, in this, economists uh, very clearly say that South Africa would likely not survive economically if it comes to a, a very long drawn out lockdown. But of course, from a human interest side, uh, there's a lot of conversation surrounding that you know, it, it, it will restrict spread and, and the so-called flattening the curve and, and, and the like. So, so very contrasting views coming out uh, from academics and thought leaders and, and the president's also very, very vocal in terms of the media coverage, saying that he will make the best decision based on information and based on data and, and consulting scientifically and, and economically with what is the, what is the best. And, 
have a narrative framing from a government perspective has been very strong in these cases. And, and of course, um, acting uh, the president and the presidency uh, very strongly reported on as acting decisively against those that do break lockdown. And, and there was, of course, the case now with, with, uh, with the minister that, that did break lockdown and, and the two-month um, pro, uh, probational censure that, that is happening now. And then, of course, you, you've also, you've also uh, got this, this added risk now of this brand association between employees and, and their organization in the risk of breaking lockdown. Uh, another top of mind example for me is, of course, the, the truck drivers that were arrested in the truck impounded from South African breweries um, for transporting alcohol. And there was confusion regarding passes and 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 quite quite a few uh, dynamics and aspects there and, and now more than ever it is such a huge media risk for organizations uh, in terms of the employees if the employees break lockdown and for whatever reason um, there is a direct reputational link to the organization so it is something to something to bear in mind of, of course when it comes to when it comes to the human capital narrative uh, in terms of in terms of media impact. Then, like I, like I said, we, we are looking forward to now a lot of stories coming, coming out the next week or so regarding potential extension of lockouts. Um, the finance minister having a press conference today also looking at the downgrade, looking at, uh, looking at various aspects and, and, and narratives surrounding the economic and the business impact. So, so it, it is, a, it, it is a, a media presence that is really hanging up in the air um, at, at this stage with various different narratives and various different issues that, that are, being, are being spoken to. Um, so, so yes, let's, let's see what happens in the, in the coming days, in the coming weeks. Uh, my gut is, based on, based on all the analytics in the media space, that uh, an extended lockdown is very likely if you read a What's, what is coming out in the news media, uh, a lot of companies are already very clearly preparing on, a, on an extended lockdown, which of course does have the negative impact in terms of potential employment impacts, potential losses, and, and the like. And that is being taken in consideration with a lot of the analysts and, and a, lot of the, uh, a, a lot of the economists as well. And, and I'm, sure, I'm sure the presidency and everyone According to messaging, they are taking all these things into consideration. But that's that essentially, Nadia was was the the week and a bit in April so far in media. Um, I can tell you, um, for the first week of of April, there was close to sixty thousand uh, traditional media articles in South Africa alone when it comes to uh, COVID nineteen. So, so as I mentioned at the start of our conversation now. I'd, I'd very easily say at least 90, 95% of all South African media coverage has in one way or another something to do with COVID-19. So, so it is looking at all the different angles and looking at the different uh, opportunities for us as communicators to, to look at where, where can we find our voice here, uh, which kind of messaging can we put around it, should we stray away from messaging directly to COVID-19 or should we leverage uh, leverage this kind of narrative and really promotes brands as as responsible corporate citizens and, and the like. But that is my story. 
Fantastic, Yaku. I think that really provides us with a good overview. And yeah, I don't, I think the wave has um, still a while to go. And I don't think that even though it's quite overwhelming to hear the numbers of how much attention this has gotten, it's not at all a surprise. Um, but at the same time, it still it still sounds um, yeah it sounds massive, and I think it just once again communicates um, the importance of uh, media being the gatekeepers of the different audiences and the public. So I thank you once again for your time and your insights, and I look forward to our next segment for next week. And I hope that you'll have a good afternoon and the rest of the week and Easter weekend. Ah, and you and you as well. I really appreciate it. I look forward to us having a having a conversation again in a week's time, and hopefully, we we have some some good news to report on. I hope so. Cool, Yaku. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much, Nadia.